Bonjour, my brothers and earmuzz. On this, our 30th and possibly, you heard me right, possibly final episode of the Good Morning Guys podcast. That is right, folks. We have breaking heart and soul crushing news that we have to hit, that we have to hit on right away. Our first bump in the road as a podcast has come upon us. I have to confess that I'm not too surprised. But I got this message earlier today. Guys, I want to talk to you guys in person or through Skype, but I think it'll be way too hard for me to talk about. So I'm just going to write it here. I've had an absolute blast recording with you guys for the past seven months, but tonight will be my last recording. As much fun as I've had doing it, the friendships that I've made, the improvement in my Photoshop skills, how you have helped me strengthen my love for the Lord, and so on and so on. I can't keep this up. The relationship between me and my wife and kids has been strained. Everything revolving around the podcast from last late nights recording, editing, conversations, and both hangouts and Discord, it has also taken me away from my duties at my current job to where I can't focus. So it pains me to say that I cannot continue on. And what better way to go out than on an episode of Heartbreak? If you want to talk about it, I may be blubbering mess as I put my heart and soul into this podcast. Editing used to be a struggle, but now... You all have become so much better at being hosts, so I, I'm sure you'll do great in my absence. Feel free to text or call. I'll be around. Thanks, guys, and I love you from the bottom of my heart. Patrick, you've got to fill us on it. Fill us in. What, what happened? Yeah, my wife sat down with me, and I just, I just couldn't. I can't keep uh, doing this and keeping away from my kids. You know, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of days, a lot of nights where. This has taken up a lot of my time, and uh, unfortunately, um, I can't continue to do this on a consistent basis. Uh, so I, you know, I, I owe it to my wife to be around uh, more. So especially with my kids, so I won't be able to continue. So it's been a good, it's it's been fun. It's been a good ride, uh, but uh, but yeah, this is my last one. Mark, Ronnie, do you want to? Say anything in regards to this? Respond. This is the best time to do it. Get it all off our chests. Uh, yeah, man. We we're we are going to be sad to see you go for sure. Uh, I'm also announcing my retirement. No, not really. I'm staying. <laughs> man, come on. We can't. <laughs> we, can't do, we can't do two in I'm one st- week. I'm still. Don't staying, do that to me. Uh, man, at least gonna, once a week. We are going to sorely miss you, sir. Thanks, Patrick. You were my friend before the podcast. I'm not sure if you'll be my friend after the podcast. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, best friends, maybe? I, we'll probably move up to best friends. All right. but uh, Seems yeah, like a man. backwards move. And thankful to do this for, for 30 episodes, for sure. Made it to the big 3-0. I can't, can't wait to see what you guys do next. I have to say I'm very disappointed. I was Ooh. like, instead of 30 episodes, I was looking for 30 years. And you've you've definitely brought heartbreak to our lives. Is there anything else you want to add? I was actually just hoping for like thirty six episodes. I mean, thirty years is a serious <laughs> commitment, and I wasn't prepared to make <laughs> pretty low there. <laughs> wow, thirty six. Way to set them standards well, high. We only fell. We fell I'm, a little I'm sure you guys will be go past thirty six. Who's gonna I'm edit? Sure you guys will. Mark, Mark, you're a full time editor now. It's, you got uh, that right. 
It's a tough got, job, but you guys uh, leave it up to me. Nothing is getting edited ever. <laughs> no, I, I guess I will gladly step into that role for sure. Can we get you to teach like an editing course before you go, like an like an on your way out tour? Uh, sure. Yeah, just like I edit out Lucas's uh mess ups. Actually, yeah. you know what? I can probably handle this. Oh gosh, <laughs> really? Are you sure about that? I mean, every time you've ever said edit something out, it's always in there. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty easy. <laughs> so, it is pretty it's like, easy. It's it's like, I don't have to do a thing. It's a new so title easy. Under my name? A caveman could do it. <laughs> <laughs> I have to grow my hair out to get it tall like that, though. <sighs> Man, we are going to miss you. That is, uh, that's rough. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to miss him so much. It's not going to be the same. I kind of feel like he was too. dead weight sometimes. <laughs> I feel like you're being a little harsh right now. <laughs> hey, if he could if he could lay it all out before us, I mean, I think we have the right to lay it all out. You're okay. gonna break my heart. I'm gonna break it back, buddy. Ooh. I feel like I need Ooh. to like make a joke here because he's like tearing up a little bit. Like I am gonna cry if you cry. I'm telling you that right now. Turning off video. <laughs> Dang it! I'm gonna cry. I'm not crying. You're crying. I think I have to. I think I have to say one more thing before we somehow can get through this episode. Happy April Fool's Day, my brothers and sisters! Strap yourselves Thanks. in, folks, because this is going to be a bumpy ride. I would guess that at least half of what we are going to say during the show today may or may not be true on this annual Joyful Deception Day. As you may or may not have guessed, it went on way longer than I thought it would. Patrick is a big, fat, fake news liar. So, shall we carry on, gentlemen? Yes, we shall. You're not just a liar. You are a fat liar. A fat liar. Regardless how this episode turns out or episode 36 turns out, thanks for joining us on this fine morning, afternoon, evening, or night as we continue discussing the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and play. I'm one of your hosts, the Brazilian Mountaineer, Lucas Ham Swisher. To my bottom right corner, the judge, jury, and executioner <laughs> of fake news and fake resignations, Patrick Novacell. Good morning. And to my other right, a guy who can make anyone laugh in three words or less, Ronnie Johantis. Hello. And finally, right below me, the man with music in his heart and Doctor Who on his brain, Mark Boucher. Happy Don't Believe Anything on the Internet Day! Yay! If this is your first time joining us, welcome. You picked a good one to start your journey with us, as long as you don't mind a few pit stops along the way. Or us getting lost, which happens a lot, because we don't edit anything, as we've already discussed. At least Patrick doesn't. (laughs) If it's not your first time, well, you had your chance to get off a few stops ago. No looking back now. Uh, Now, before we continue on and getting to the thick of it have you guys i wanted to ask a question about april fools before we move on to other things in life have you guys been fooled uh either today or in the past or have you fooled anyone recently besides patrick trying to fool us earlier this morning and now on the show you know for a brief moment i was actually fooled today because all of a sudden I saw on on the internet, I think it was on Instagram, that um, it was like a posting from uh, a comic book website that I that I follow on Instagram. They said that Michael B. Jordan was officially taking over as Superman, which 
for a second, I was like, oh, what? They're actually going to do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, then I was like, okay, yeah, fake news. <laughs> fake news. I had uh, last year, no, it was two years ago, uh, one of my employees, I played a little prank on him. and I got the whole team to be in on it. Uh, I basically had told him that there's some new responsibilities that we need to take care of. And we are going to have to work on Saturdays and Sundays for like the next six months for eight hours of those two days, including our Monday through Friday schedule. And uh, so I had everyone like in on it. And when I had sent this email out, everyone had responded. Yeah, like they're they're all totally on board with with doing this. And then uh, he comes to me and he's like, well, I guess I'm going to have to go, go quit my weekend job. And then he walks away. I'm like, okay, this is, this has got to be over. Cause I gotta, I've got to make sure he still keeps his job. Cause this is just a joke. <laughs> oh no. It went a little too far, but, uh, but yeah, that was, that was my favorite one that I've done. It'd have been hilarious if he just walked in like, Hey, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Um, I don't recall, I don't recall getting anybody like on a good April fool's joke. I know I've been like fooled in the past, but never like a, never like a really big like joke or anything like that. So, no, nope, but I never nothing. pay attention to like what day it is. So I would have like, if nobody said if anybody, nobody posted anything about April fool's day, I wouldn't even have known. Really? You're just that oblivious and just oh, the only in reason the that Patrick didn't get me with his resignation was because you guys had all responded 35 times by the time I looked at my phone. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> yeah, when Patrick wrote us this morning, I mean, I'll be honest, there was like a millisecond where I was like, what? And then I just read it and I was like, no, I do not accept this. And then Mark and I, yeah, as you said, Ronnie, we wrote 35 messages in response. Uh, I wrote it and I, after rereading it, I'm like, man, this is this is actually pretty good. Too bad it's on April Fool's Day. And <laughs> yeah. Mark responds, dude. I know what day it is. <laughs> yeah. It's all right through me. And my response was, you tell us this again tomorrow with a straight face, and then we'll continue the discussion. <laughs> yeah, uh, he didn't want to talk about it on Skype because he knew he'd break immediately. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think he would do a pretty good job. I think he, yeah. could, uh, he could hold his own, maybe. How long did it take you to write that? Um, well, I was on Discord mode, quote-unquote Discord. He was pooping. So, yeah, hashtag poop life. That's what I was going <laughs> to say. Yep, poop life. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what I did. Nice. It's good use of your time. Uh, well, for me, April Fool's, I, I always have these intentions. I think this is with a lot of holidays. Like, you just you make these plans in your head, and then they don't always pan out. But there was one time in middle school that I, for some reason, I had to stay... I got called to the principal's office, but not for the reason that people usually say when they get called to the principal's office. And it just so happened that my sister saw me get called to the principal's office, and it was totally unrelated to anything in life. Like, they needed me to get a letter or give a give something to my teacher. I don't know. And so, anyways, my sister later on in the school day was like, hey, um, did you get called to the principal's office? I think this was seventh grade. And I was like, yeah, I got I got in trouble. She's like, what happened? I said, well, I got in a fight. And she said, well, you're going to have to tell mom. And I'm like, I don't, I don't really want to because you know she's going she's gonna to punish me and I'm going to get in big trouble. She's like, well, you got to tell her or I'm going to tell her. I'm like, are you serious? 
you would do that? She's like, yeah. I was like, oh, all right. Well, I guess I'll talk to her after school. And so I don't remember how I did it because we didn't have cell phones at this point. This is back in the Stone Age. Do you have like one uh, of those cans with a string? Yeah, with, that's what it was. The, <laughs> I, I want to say that I went to the principal's office and was like, hey, can I call my mom at home? So I called. I somehow got a hold of my mom either at work or at home. And I was like, mom, I'm going to come home from school. And, I, and I'm going to tell you that I got in a fight. <laughs> and I want you to pretend like you, don't, you, you believe me, obviously, and that I'm in trouble. And then we started we were just talking. And I was like, and then maybe you can like, we can go to my room and you can pretend like you're beating me, like spanking my butt and stuff. And she's like, okay, this is my stepmom. This isn't even my real mom. So this is like, <laughs> this is totally like off the cuff. And so we get to the end of the school day, we go home and we just start acting it out. And I'm like, mom, I got to talk to you about something. And so we started talking and then she's like, now you need to go to your room. I'm going to get a wooden spoon. and I'm going to spank you with the wooden spoon. And I'm like, okay. And so I went to the, went to my bedroom and then my stepmom came in with the wooden spoon and she started hitting my waterbed. And I start going, ah, ah, like screaming like I'm hurting. All of a sudden, we hear footsteps like run upstairs. And my mom stops and she opens the door and she's like, your sister's crying. I'm like, are you serious? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and we go upstairs and she's bawling her eyes out in her bedroom. And we're like, April Fool's. <laughs> and she's like, I hate How all of you. She? And she's like and crying. That's when you and... know the joke's gone too far. Yes. <laughs> How old again? I was I was in seventh or eighth grade, and she was sixth grade. I think she's like two okay. or three years younger. So, oh man, it was like from there. I was like, I don't need to ever plan an April Fool's joke again because that was perfect. It was good stuff. <laughs> so, all right, carrying on. Uh, let's get into some updates. I know it's only been four or five days, but I just have a feeling that things have been happening in life. So why don't we start with Ronnie? Tell us, buddy, what's been going on? All right. Well, this past week, the Pirates started their season Uh in football. Cool. And, um, yeah, I went to the game, uh, and it was, it was absolutely everything. It was cracked up to be pirates loss, which was a bummer. Uh, but man, yeah, I, I had, I had such a good time, uh, downtown Pittsburgh and, um, yeah, that was, that was Thursday. I was down there pretty much all day from like 9am to 9pm. Aren't you a Reds? It was fantastic. Are you a Reds fan? Oh no, I'm a diehard Pirates oh, fan. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. I used to be a Pirates uh, fan that- too. That, I didn't. That? I used to be a Pirates fan too. I didn't know we had that in common. Yeah, uh, the Pirates and the Phillies—they're uh, both big uh, in my household. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, and then um, so that was Wait Thursday. A minute, the Pirates and then over the Phillies—is that what you said? You like Pittsburgh and Philadelphia because they're right uh, next to each other. Oh yeah, exactly. No, just, yep. Just making sure that's a weird combination. I, I feel like that you know no, just to it's, like it's both per- of those two random teams seems like maybe just dumping like bandwagons. Uh, I like all thirty uh, NBA teams, so um, I, I I can never lose. Is there thirty okay. NBA teams? Uh, there may be more than twenty eight. <laughs> okay, that's good to hear. Yeah. Uh, so, is that it? So, or, no, uh, yeah. Uh, the I uh, played uh, thirty six hours of volleyball. Um, awesome. 30, like in what? Uh, wait, in one day. 
No, uh, between uh, two days. Oh, okay, cool. You had to. Yeah. You have to sleep. So it's it's normal. You got to sleep. It's normal some. for me. It's very normal. Yeah. So, um, I won all seventeen tournaments uh, that I played in. Wow! Did you make any and, money? Um, uh, no, uh, I did not make any money uh, because each tournament costs like a hundred bucks, and we only won fifty bucks each each one. So oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, I lost money, but I had an absolute terrible time. So it worked out great. Um, yeah. Um, we played in what I say, eighteen tournaments. That's uh, close enough. And yeah, so it was it was a good time. Um, I did that. Uh, I did that on Friday and Saturday, and then yesterday I also uh, played for another twenty four hours. Um, so yeah, that was it was tough. Um, you know, I'm I'm young still. Uh, I'm not getting any older. Uh, actually it's, it's fantastic how, how my, uh, body has been responding. So yeah, uh, it's been fantastic. Oh yeah. And I did watch a movie. Hmm. What movie did you watch? I watched Catwoman. Interesting choice. What, uh, why did you watch Catwoman? Well, uh, um, I was just laying on my couch and my buddies texted me. Uh, and uh, said they were coming over with one of the best movies of all time. So, and I'm not very big on the comic book movies, so I just assumed that we were going to watch a good one. I mean, just after watching Guardians of the Galaxy three, I assumed that this one was just going to be right up there with that. So I decided, all right, let's go ahead and watch Catwoman. And oh my goodness, it was one of the best movies I've ever seen. Sorry, I just uh, threw up in my mouth a little bit. I'm sorry. Continue, Patrick. Oh yeah, um, there was some of that. I mean, it was about a cat, so uh, there was some of that too. It I'm was sure cool. there was, yeah, yeah. So I really want to watch Batman and Robin now too. That was a good recommendation by me, right, Catwoman? It's one of my favorites. Yes. Also, mm-hmm. thank you for recommending. I'm it. Patrick. I appreciate so. that. Thanks, Patrick. I appreciate that. Yeah, good stuff. But, uh, yeah, good stuff, Ronnie. That's uh, that's all I did. How about you, Patrick? Well, uh, I had a pretty interesting weekend. Um, First, I went to opening day downtown, and um, we went to a a bunch of those places down, like right in downtown Cincinnati, me and my buddy Chris. um, We got a bunch of drinks down there. Um, Basically, the only thing we drink is straight martinis with the green olives. And uh, man, we just drink those nonstop. I can never get enough of them. Now, do you you like them dirty, right? Like extra extra olive juice? Just a filthy, dirty martini. That is absolutely my favorite. Sometimes I like to wash that back with a Zima. Uh, mm, man, those are just absolutely Zima. delicious. Uh, we just we knock those back all day, and then me and Chris went back to my house and we had a slumber party. Um, Chris always brings a sleeping bag over, and we actually we like to just use the same sleeping bag so we can stay warm. Um, so we did that. It was really fun. That's actually true. So I appreciate that. What's that, Ronnie? That's actually true. I heard that. Oh, you've been over to the sleepover as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I, I remember that. a good one. We tried to put three people in the same sleeping bag that night. Didn't fit. It's tough, but it's cozy. Awkward. Didn't fit. So on Friday, after opening day, we had a great time. We got... Uh, on Friday morning, there was one thing that on Friday I noticed that was different than the rest of the days so far this year. I had the best hair day of my life really yep i don't know what it was i just got right out of the shower i slicked it back pushed it up a little bit and it i I mean i look like ron burgundy 
You need to post that baby on the Discord. We need it to. It was incredible. Did you take? Was, did you take some pictures? Did you have Mel take some firm, pictures? But it was high. You know what I mean? It was. It was a thing of beauty. Real thing of beauty. Sounds like it. Uh, but later that day, Friday, um, I played four video games that nobody's ever heard of. Uh, I can't even remember the names of them because nobody's mm-hmm. ever heard of them. And uh, I did get the plat on all four of them, so I'm up to 360 plats so far for the year. Uh, I'm tearing Congrats. apart my you are resolution. It out, man. I mean, I yeah. am sailing past it. What Way I'm better doing than I'm, Ronnie. Like <laughs> what I'm doing is I'm trying to I'm trying to play all the children's games so that I make myself look better by having all these platinums. So like Lucas, basically the same strategy. Yeah, man, Lucas, did you hear that <laughs> that shade he's throwing at you? He is tearing you up, Lucas. What do you have to say for yourself? I only see his forehead. Lucas isn't even in the show. He's not even paying attention. Oh, I'm here. I promise. I'm totally here. <laughs> You're supposed to host the show. I don't know where you've been. <laughs> oh, well, you know, I was just thinking about my weekend, you know. I was thinking about the crazy... Well, crazy before you get into I that, I got one more thing that I did. So, I had a really nice little Sunday. Um church in the morning i sung in the choir and everybody in church has been calling me bono because they say i sound exactly like him when i sing i am so oh no way it's, it's yeah awesome. it's been unbelievable awesome. like they they all tell me that i should start my own band they said the combination of voice and hair is stunning they said i mean i was made for tv basically um all right well since you're that, since you're quitting the podcast you'll have some extra free time to be bono that's exactly right i was thinking more I consider myself more of a Bon Jovi. A little bit better of a dancer, you know? Mm. Yeah. I can uh, see but that. But other than that, we had a nice little Sunday. Uh, went to Home Depot. We had a little extra time, so we went to Bed Bath & Beyond. And uh, yeah, yeah, just sat and watched some TV with the kids after that. It was a really great weekend. How about you, Lucas? Uh, my weekend was kind of boring, but, uh, you know, I did a few things here and there throughout the weekend. Um, Saturday, we actually went to a, uh, a deflated Hot Pocket Festival in uh, Sao Paulo. Um, does that, and, does that uh, mean there was just nothing inside the Hot Pocket? <laughs> it's just the shell? Yeah, that was the best, that was the best part it's of it, honestly. Shell. Yeah, it's just, it's just an empty shell, and everybody loves it. Um, it's, it's one of the main delicacies like of Brazil. Like a croissant. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, uh, uh, you know, I had as much... Uh, cane sugar juice as i could and uh <laughs> and uh you know it was a great time um my entire family loved it for sure um sunday um we we decided to skip church altogether um you know i, I had uh it's overrated i had some responsibilities but you know everybody needs everybody needs a day off you know um the lord rested on sunday so why not why not I, I Mark, that? you just skipped a couple weeks ago, didn't you? It seems like you guys could just, you know. Well, yeah, I did. I did skip a couple weeks ago, and it was totally worth it. I actually well, told Lucas on the time, side. I texted him. I was like, hey, man, yeah. you need to do it sometime. Just skip. <laughs> yeah, they were, you were sick, <laughs> yeah, apparently. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, it, 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 tell him you're sick. It works really easily. You know, when you're like, <laughs> I don't feel good. The pastor's like, oh, I'm sorry. And it's like, oh, man, that was a really things. good sick voice. Yeah, I know, right? Oh man! I don't I think I could it. ever. I could. I don't think I ever, could ever do a sick voice like that. But anyway, um, so we decided to skip church altogether, and uh, instead we uh, we figured, why not do a DC movie binge? You know, we decided to to watch a whole bunch of DC movies. Um, 
So, uh, man after my own heart, man. Oh, absolutely. Mm. Uh, so we decided to watch Wonder Woman and Batman v Superman. Yep. Uh, the extended cut. Yes. Uh, which my children loved. Uh, they especially loved all the violence in the movies, um, especially on the part of Batman. Um, and, and so they were really excited to see another DC movie for sure. Um, and, uh, after we did that, um, actually, you know, I've had some animosity for lack of a better word there with, uh, with the cat that likes to pop in my window. And so I decided to, uh, bury the hatchet, if you will. Um, and, in the uh, cat? we actually <laughs> you buried the hatchet in the cat. <laughs> Is that legal to do in Brazil? <laughs> Well, uh, the funny thing about the the deflated hot pocket festival is that no, I'm just kidding. Um, oh no, it's like a Chinese <laughs> deflated hot pocket festival. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I decided to have dinner with the cat. I just decided to take the cat out and uh, you know set our differences aside and um, really hash things out. And um, yeah. you know, I'm okay Keep with your them friends close in my now. and your enemies closer. Absolutely. I get it. Wise words. Is he your Absolutely. enemy anymore, though? Since you had dinner with him, I feel like you guys probably are good now, right? We're we're frenemies now. Um, and uh, we tried to invite the cockroach, but you know, obviously the cockroach was a little occupied because he was kind of dead. Um, but uh, you still have the dead was... cockroach? Yeah, kept you know, it. We we like to remember the old times here in Brazil. Uh, the good times, if you will, and uh, the olden days, <laughs> the, olden yes. the days of yore. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, uh, other than that, my weekend was pretty boring. I didn't do anything else. I don't really have much of a job, so you know. But uh, that's pretty much it for me. How about you, Mark? Well, all right. So uh, we recorded. I think we recorded on Wednesday. Was it last week? So this Thursday and Friday, it was it was mostly work. Uh, I did a lot of working, you know, driving them cars around the lot. Cars aren't going to drive themselves. Um, You're right. right and, about I, that. and I also did a lot of podcast editing since Patrick dumped it on me, like the good friend he is. And uh, once I figured out how to do that, and uh, I only had to start over like five times on Thursday and then twice on Friday. And I, and I finally figured it, it out. I figured it out. Yeah. Did a little... Uh, Patrick wasn't much help. I kept texting him and he kept ignoring me. So I had to use a lot of YouTube videos online. Yeah, he's good at ignoring people. So. Yeah. So once I got that edited, I decided all, to celebrate. I'm not good Whoa. at ignoring people. I mean, I put in so much effort editing hey, this podcast every All week. right. You can say that on the show, but last Thursday and Friday, I was, I was hearing crickets. I was all alone editing. Yeah. I got to be honest. I don't even care about this podcast. I don't even like editing it. Fair enough. Uh, I hate this podcast. In any case, uh, <laughs> why are we here? W- once, <laughs> are you are you finished? No, guys, we've got to we've got to really just focus in on this podcast. It's got to be encouraging and uplifting. I feel like everybody's Kinda lashing like... out because I had a fake resignation. True, but we'll we'll leave that alone. Uh, so, Mark, go ahead, continue. Thank you. Um, so once I finally edited the podcast and we posted it, it was the most joy I felt in my life once I was through that. We decided to, it was Friday, and of course, we decided to go, uh, celebrate at La Coretta, 
because we wouldn't go anywhere else to celebrate. No other restaurants exist to the <laughs> great level of La Caretta. I mean, it's the best. That's what I hear. It's the best what food on the planet. I mean, forget just being great, greatest Mexican food. There's no other place I'd rather go. So while we were there, we asked for the usual uh, Mexican dish and hung out with family and also the restaurant employees since they all know us on a first name basis. And then we were up to the wee hours of the night playing vomiting cats with the family and the La Coretta employees. Uh, we're actually considering <laughs> doing like a, a great night. It was awesome. <laughs> we're actually considering doing a, a weekly game night there. And uh, we think it'd be a good outreach. So all the employees to, just come back to your house and play games. Uh, it we're we're not going quite there yet. We're right now we're doing it at the restaurant because it's like a public area. We can we like can ev- evangelize more, guy. like reach more people, you know, and mm-hmm. eat good Mexican food at the same time. Uh, and then after that game night, it was stellar. I can't wait to do it again next week, and the week after that, and the week after that, and the week after that, until who knows. <laughs> It'll never stop. I hope it's awesome. Why stop? I mean, I mean, why? It's, it's there's, there's no way. I mean, you're the only customer, right? <laughs> no, my family too. <laughs> and this game night, you guys are gonna, keeping it in business. Going to attract more people. Uh, but then, uh, going on to Saturday, we played Apex Legends, and and since that is the only night that Lucas doesn't steal Jonathan from me to play Fallout seventy six and Overwatch, I had to make sure to do it on Saturday, not Friday. Or Tuesday or Wednesday. Or That's awfully other. considerate of you, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just looking out for you, buddy. Uh, then on Sunday, we had a great time of worship, partly because I couldn't get out of going on Sunday again because I tried to call the pastor and act sick, but he called me out. <laughs> he said, no, no, <laughs> fool me once, shame on, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. That's not how that works. I forgot how that <laughs> phrase goes. <laughs> you just have like a you know night I mean. at the museum moment. Here. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but uh, we had a great time, uh, great service together with God and his people. And then we rested the rest of the day. And now it's Monday. That's it. It was, it was good stuff. I thought about squeezing in a Marvel night, kind of since Lucas squeezed in a DC night. But I didn't. I didn't really feel like it. Because the more I thought about it, I was like, it's, who's better than Batman besides La Coretta? But who's better than Batman? <laughs> so come on. There's nothing else that we take away from this podcast is that La Coretta is better than Batman. <laughs> <laughs> True that. With that, happy April Fool's Day, everyone. <laughs> now that we've given all these fake updates, <laughs> would you guys like to share any real updates? Who am I supposed to be for the rest of the show? Mark, Ronnie, Patrick, and me, <laughs> Lucas. For those who have lost us, we've just been giving fake updates for the past 20 minutes. If it's not your first time, you probably caught on, but yet still were confused. If this is your first time, you could not be more confused right now. <laughs> None of that was even funny. The worst podcast episode. Why are they laughing at this? What's La Coretta? <laughs> The greatest place on earth. So, uh, guys, do you have any real updates you'd like to share? Anything that's been going on? We can loop back around through and uh, hit it up. Patrick, the real Patrick, do you want to share anything? Sure. For Uh, real? uh, I mean, pretty quickly, uh, what Ronnie said, it pretty much happened. Uh, I went down to opening day. 
with my buddy Chris. Uh, we did not have a slumber uh, party. Uh, bummer. Unfortunately, but you did. did you did share any... a sleeping bag at opening day. At opening day? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <You> guys camped? <laughs> Uh yeah, so uh my and uh my daughter's birthday, her eighth birthday was this past week, so we had a birthday party party for her over the weekend. You mean her ninth uh, birthday? Was fun. Yeah. What's that? You mean her ninth birthday? Shoot, ninth birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, who's playing Patrick now? <laughs> <laughs> Mark, stop it. Uh yeah. Uh, and then yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I played I played games. I uh did I get a platinum? Please, yes, I, I did get a platinum. Please say some I game I've never heard of. <laughs> I got Titanfall Two platinum. Uh, I love that I'm children's sure game. That one. My son loves Titanfall Two. Shooting people in the face—it's the best. Yeah, I love the violence. <laughs> yeah, he loves it. Yeah, as you know, my kids love the violence of Batman versus Superman violence. Uh, yeah, but that's pretty much uh, what I did. Cool, Ronnie. So, <laughs> I don't even want to give my update now that. <laughs> I just got torched in the last one because all I did was play volleyball pretty much all weekend. <laughs> also true. No, I had my normal leagues on Friday night, and uh, on Sunday I played in a charity tournament. So um, it was it was charity for a young kid that that had passed away. He had like heart disease, and they do this tournament every year for him. Um, so it's all for charity. Like they sell T-shirts and stuff like that. They do a bunch of raffle baskets and then donate all the money back. Uh, you know, for for that. Um, so it was really fun. We actually did win the tournament. Um, nice. It's it's one of those things where it's you know it's a, it's a charity tournament. And our team was like pretty good, so it wasn't like <laughs> you know, we weren't flexing afterwards and everybody's yeah, face like in your like face. <laughs> yeah, this is for the kids. Uh, but it was really fun. We we played really good and we had a we had a lot of fun, a lot of laughs. Um, and then on on going back a day, I did on Saturday something I normally don't do. I went rock climbing. So it was indoor rock climbing. Um, at like a rec center, uh, in, in our area, uh, Patrick goes to the blue ash rec center. Um, Oh, nice. And, uh, it was really, really fun. It was really fun. And, um, they have like a free climb where you can climb up about 20 feet without being like, uh, latched in. And, uh, you can get up like on top of that wall. Um, and then they have the ones that go like all the way to the ceiling where you go all the way up, you know, I don't know, probably some 50, 60 feet and ring the bell. Um, you have to be hooked in for those, but it was, uh, it was really cool. It was really cool. Like when, when you go there, they don't have, uh, there's not like a, a person like holding the rope underneath of you. They're like auto. So you latch them on. And as soon as you like push away from the wall, like it just kind of catches you and you, you slowly go down. But, um, it was really cool. It was like, uh, it was five bucks and they give you shoes, they give you your harness and that's for all day. You can go in as long as you want. So it was really, it was really cool. Nice. So I think I'm going to start doing that. Um, I did, uh, I am doing a Spartan race. I agreed in, um, July. So a Spartan you, uh, race is, does that mean you kick people into wells and yeah, yell really loudly? That's exactly right. I paint abs on my chest before I do it, but yes. <laughs> hmm, um, no, so cool. Spartan race, it's a, it's a little, it's in between three and four miles. Um, it's one of those races where along the actual race, they have like a ton of obstacles you have to complete. So you see those, if you ever see like those mud races and stuff like that, it's not necessarily that it's more of a, um, kind of like a serious race with like serious, like, you know, you might throw like a javelin or something like that. So if you don't complete the obstacles you have to do, have you ever heard of like burpees? 
like that. Oh, uh, yes. So yeah, you have to do worst. so many burpees if you don't BB complete like an obstacle. So, oh, yeah, he does. Um, so you have a lot of, uh, you know, you have a lot of push to complete all these obstacles. But I, I agreed to do one of those. So I have three months and I kind of have updated like my my training instead of like like straight weight training uh, with heavy weight. I've actually gone more into the cardio stuff, lighter weight, like more reps and kind of geared everything towards uh, like a race like that. So it's uh it's definitely different. Like I'm way more exhausted for my workouts now because I've put in a bunch of cardio in there. So, but uh, I think it's something that's gonna be something that's gonna be pretty cool. All right, nice, Mark. How about yeah. you, buddy? How about that um, La Coretta? Well, that did happen for sure. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> but that only happened tonight. Actually, Ooh, uh, squeeze that in right before the show. Well done. Yep. Yep. We did. Uh, and we kind of had to adjust schedules there, but I'll get back to that. Um, so yeah, pretty much after the podcast on Wednesday, any sort of free time I had, I was, I was trying to make sure that the podcast got edited. You already told uh, us this. Why are you telling us again? Um, because now I'm actually the one telling you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Love you. Arctic um, Fair enough. So, uh, yeah, was fun. I was able to get the podcast out on Friday evening, um, which obviously you guys know that because for those listening to this, you've probably already listened to the last episode. And if not, well, that's what happened. Um, and then <laughs> and then Saturday um, had to work. And then afterwards uh, got in some, some more Apex Legends, um, of course. And, uh, and then Saturday evening, uh, went out to dinner with my in-laws, uh, my brother and sister-in-law were out of town. They went to Connecticut where my brother-in-law is from. And so instead of going to our usual La Coretta, we went to another restaurant, um, in, in the city called, uh, the Depot Grill. Um, it's, it's very, I guess, I guess all American. Um, well, if it's all American, then it's actually the Depot Grill, because that's a uh, correct American <laughs> pronunciation. Ha! <laughs> I get it. Um, but uh, yeah, dinner was great there for sure. Um, and then I believe, can't remember if it was Saturday night or Sunday night. I think it was Saturday. Yeah, it was Saturday night. Patrick and I decided to jump into the original Borderlands uh, for Xbox 360. We went through uh, backwards compatibility on Xbox One. Um, yeah, that and, was a blast. Uh, oh, wait. I'm Ronnie now. <laughs> no, we, we're already past that, Ronnie. Good try. Ronnie, we're not doing that anymore. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I had fun with it. Um, you know, it's it's definitely an Xbox 360 game. Um, and Borderlands 2 is way better than the first one. That is, um, that's correct. There's there's a lot of about about uh, the first Borderlands that's kind of tedious, and they kind of fixed in Borderlands Two, um, and um, yeah, I mean the the graphics look very much like an early Xbox 360 game, um, even with Borderlands sort of cell shaded style. Um, we didn't get super far in it. Um, because we were having a real tough time because we needed to do some leveling up. We tried to do one mission, and we were just getting, like, killed immediately every time we tried to do it. So mm. we had to try to do some other side missions to level up before we could actually 
uh pulled the mission off um but i mean other than that you know um it was it was fun revisiting that i never actually beat the first borderlands um and technically i never beat borderlands 2 either um but i got much farther in borderlands 2 like i was almost to the final boss in borderlands 2 um so that that game is a lot of fun so i think i'm gonna revisit that um you guys you guys both think you'll continue Patrick, you didn't mention it before, so that's not a good sign. What did you think of Borderlands? <laughs> uh, well, uh, Borderlands 1, uh, I've never... It was the first time I ever booted up any Borderlands game. And so I had no idea what this game was like. I had no idea. I mean, I had I had, no, I had an idea that there was cell-shaded graphics, but I had no idea what the gameplay was going to be like, you know. Um, I really, I told, I told Mark while we're playing, I really want the sliding mechanic of like an Apex Legends in every oh, first yeah. person shooter because it's so nice to have. Uh, but yeah, like Mark said, we were struggling with some leveling, but once we got it, we played what for about two hours or so, yeah. and uh, it it took that took about that long to get uh, ourselves situated with the game, the mechanics, and so forth. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I think, I think we're going to continue that and Good. I can't wait to go through that. I was looking to see how long it was going to take to beat. It's like a 20 hour game and we play for two hours. I would say, you know, 10 more times of us playing at least, yeah. uh, we'll be able to complete that. And yeah, if you mainline it too, I don't remember, but I don't think there are a lot of side missions. I mean, I think there are some, but I think it's pretty easy to know where to go next. And as long as you don't have to do too much like grinding for levels in case you get like you talked about before, getting into a mission in your little lower level, I don't think you have to do too much of that as long as you guys keep consistent. One of the one of the things about Borderlands One that's so weird is there's no mini map uh, on it, so every time you need to know where to go, you have to either either look at your little radar that's at the bottom of the screen that tells yeah. you kind of like the direction of it. Um, but every if you want to look at the map, you actually have to hit hold in like the select button or the back button. Um, or go into your menu to pull it up and then move on. It's kind of like, it's kind of disorienting yeah. to do that. It's, it's, uh, so, um, from what I hear, they're remastering the Borderlands. I think it's going to come out tomorrow or something like that. Yeah, for like Wednesday, 30 they're bucks. Gonna add, or Wednesday. So they're yeah. going to add the mini map, uh, which is un- unbelievable. I can't believe it wasn't in there in the first place. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, I mean, for the first couple hours, I, I actually enjoyed it. Cool. It was fun playing with Mark. Yeah, for sure. Um, so that was pretty much gaming on Saturday, and then Sunday was pretty much the normal church routine. Um, so, Lucas. All right, let's go right into it. I uh, Since I had such an easy week, since I don't really work, Mark... Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, my family had a rough week. Like I'm telling you, my wife was being worked really hard in trying to prepare her grades for, uh, for grading and school and all that stuff because grades were due on Monday. Uh, my daughter had a, a, not a huge project due, but she had a project due on Thursday that we had to finish where pretty much we made a baseball and a and a baseball bat purely out of paper and tape. It was actually a fun project to do with my daughter. Um, and then James, my son, got in trouble this past week for speaking Portuguese in English class. My American and Brazilian what? son. How do you get in trouble for speaking 
Portuguese. In English class. So? I was in Spanish class and I spoke English. That's a little, that's a little different. There's a... Is it? Yeah. Is it, it really? Is. Is it? There were rules. And the rules were only speak English in English class. And he got in so trouble for trouble speaking Portuguese. In? He got uh, on his... Uh, on his, what is that, his behavior card, he got yellow instead of green or blue. And he was very <gasps> distraught when he came home. And I have to initial it every day. He had been on a, a green streak or a, yeah, a green streak for the past two or three weeks. And he came home and he kind of had his head down and he handed me the behavior card and it was yellow. And I'm like, what happened, buddy? It's yellow. He's like, I spoke Portuguese in English class. And I'm like, what? You did what? <laughs> How could and my you? wife and I are just I like, can't. are you serious? We're going to just knock it down just because, I mean, it's kind of funny just James, because we, we taught you better than this. Yeah. Well, that's the funny <laughs> yes. thing, too, is that we only speak English at home. He's going to an American school, which is do- predominantly English speaking. And then my American son, who is also Brazilian, but he's very much American. He's redhead, white kid that does not look like he's Brazilian if we're being, you know, <laughs> racist. Uh he, maybe not probably, racist. I don't know. What the, stereotypical. Stereotypical. That's, that's, word, that's the word. That's the you're looking for. That's the less uh, aggressive <laughs> word I was looking for, but I couldn't think of. Aggressive. <laughs> I'm just going to keep going with it. Yeah, stereotypical. My son does not look like a Brazilian stereotypically. And so for him to get in trouble for speaking Portuguese was just, I just thought it was funny. And it was just as, as, uh, Patrick's best friend would say, that's hilarious. So uh, beyond that, we did have a highlight to the weekend because it was also my daughter's birthday this past week. She also turned her nine. Birthday? Her ninth birthday. <laughs> no. I'm not going to reveal my dementia in less than a minute after I already talked about racer slurs. So moving on. Uh, <laughs> my daughter had a slumber party this past weekend, which was kind of a mixed bag. Only because uh, her friends were cool. We had fun. We played games. We watched uh, a fun movie. But my son was very, very, very jealous. And he made it known to the whole world during the whole weekend that he was disappointed that he did not also have a slumber party. And that it was also not his birthday. Uh, Because at every (laughs) chance he had, he was complaining that it wasn't fair, at least out loud or to himself silently, that it was not fair that she had this, she had that, na, na, na. And then, of course, my daughter, knowing that it was her weekend, she was very much like, James, you're ruining my moment. Shush. Like telling him to be quiet and to go in the corner and all that stuff. So uh, it made things very interesting. There was definitely some conflict between brother and sister. Uh, But we did watch uh, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, a.k.a. How to Train Your Dragon 3. And we loved it a lot. Um, It's right up there with... Uh, many of the other great animated trilogies like Toy Story, Madagascar, and Kung Fu Panda. I would highly recommend it for those with kids. Even if you don't have kids, the stories of those trilogies, those animated trilogies, are classic good stuff. Uh, On Sunday, I did preach. As I talked about last week, I got to preach in Portuguese, and I talked about friendship, as I had mentioned last week. Actually, the show was kind of prep for talking about some of the stories that I talked about and things I shared uh, during the sermon. Um, the only hiccup I had was that during one of the things I was talking about, I was sharing about the fruits of the Spirit in Portuguese, and I mispronounced the word for self-control, 
And instead of saying self-control, I said controlled by a demon. And (laughs) (laughs) so it's pretty much me talking about the fruits of the spirit being like, so you need this, you need that, you need self-control. But instead in Portuguese, I said, and you need to be controlled by a demon. (laughs) It's funny how you can walk the line. Yes, it's dominio. So self-control is dominio proprio. And I said demonio proprio, proprio, which is demon like <laughs> a demon. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I said you need a demon in your life because that's what God wants for your life. So uh, they knew what I meant. It was close enough. They knew what I meant. And my wife, she was laughing actually during the sermon. And I was like, oh, no, what did I say? But it was too late. It was already done. Kind of like my comment earlier about, you know. Thanks, honey. Yeah. Thanks, dear. Uh, today I... I uh, I kind of mix things up a bit. So typically, my Monday mornings have been my cheat day for Lent when I play video games by myself instead of multiplayer. Uh, but because of our TV episode we had a couple weeks ago and um, because you guys had kind of brought up some shows that I had never really given a chance, I actually wanted to start The Office on Netflix, but oh, it is yes. not it is not on Netflix in Brazil. And I was oh. so bummed. So I went to the search area and I kind of looked online at some other shows and I think Patrick either off air or on the show I don't remember had mentioned Breaking Bad. Yes. Yes. So I watched the first episode of Breaking Bad. I think and I think Ronnie might have said that. Maybe I didn't. I, maybe I remember, Ronnie did. Yeah, Somebody mentioned it. But a yeah. lot of people have mentioned it. So I was like, you know what? I need to finally like just see what this is all about. I knew it wasn't a show that my wife would be interested in and I was I mean I was on the border myself but i was like i'm gonna give it a chance so i watched it and it's gonna i'm not watching it anymore <laughs> what okay. no it's, you need to give it like, no uh, the first season's like six episodes or something give it the entire season and it, it's, I, it gets way way better it's not it's, so much the story like i understand the story kind of like the intrigue of like what he's doing and what he's going through for me it's 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 partially the the content and it's the the whole anti-hero story i don't i'm not a big fan of most anti-hero stories and so to me it's like playing grand theft auto like they try to give you a person who's like a good guy in comparison to everybody else in it but they're not really a good guy and i know that the story's really good and i know there's a lot to it i actually confession i read the first three season synopsis of each episode on Wikipedia after I watched the first episode and I knew I wasn't going to continue. <laughs> so I know what's Jeez. happened in the first three seasons. So we can talk about it. It's good times. Uh, it's just not something I want to invest the time in. And uh, I just don't enjoy the, I guess, the just the characters in it and uh, that kind of thing. But at the All same right. time, again, those that have put in the time and I love the show, I hold nothing against you and I completely understand why you like it, like it so much. So sorry, Patrick, to break your heart but I can't watch any more of Breaking Bad. Speaking of breaking hearts, that is today's topic, heartbreak. All right. Boys and girls, guys and gals, today's topic is heartbreak. It was suggested by Barnaby Butters many, 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 many months ago, and we finally brought it forth to the community along with cars and dreams, and heartbreak won out. 
after the people on Discord, our community members on Discord and Twitter spoke. Um, we are going to cover the gambit of heartbreaks all across the board. It could be a breakup, a broken dream, a moment of life, sudden realization of what the heck am I doing with myself, a very bad decision on our part that broke somebody else's heart, family, friend, hopefully not a stranger, and maybe even how we dug ourselves out of it and we helped others to get out of it as well. So as I like to do, I like to start at the very beginning and we're going to start with our very first heartbreak. So go back as far as you can remember. I know sometimes for Ronnie, that's usually around the age of 12 or 13, but do your best. What's the first heartbreak you can remember uh, coming up in your life? I remember when I was like five years old and we had these neighbors and uh these neighbors there were two brothers and one was my age and one was my older brother's age which so they're like two years apart just like we were and we used to hang out with them all the time i mean they were just right across the street and uh we hung out with them maybe I guess my entire childhood, uh, but I really don't remember them until I, I believe I was like five years old and, uh, we hung out with them, you know, during the summers after, after school. Um, and then one day, you know, out of the blue, um, I wanted to go play with them. And my mom said that they had moved away. Mm. And, uh, I know it was just like, I don't know if I just didn't process the, the moving, um, or, or what, like I thought I was still going to be able to see them. You thought they were Um, wrapping like Christmas presents or something in a bunch of boxes. I, I, well, I don't remember the, I don't remember them like packing stuff up. Like, I I guess I was too involved in, you know, being a kid playing around and not really, you know, uh, understanding the gravity of it. Yeah. Yeah. And so. so, yeah, I think they moved, moved away when I was six and it was just like it was so like surreal like i like they're gone i don't i don't understand you know and i didn't they're 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 my only friends i mean like i think at the time i was either in preschool um or getting ready to go into kindergarten um, you mean you mean shyla school (laughs) shyla school dang it i said it wrong (laughs) no that was second grade oh that was later that was later gotcha um but that was before before that um but yeah, it was just like I I didn't know what to do, you know. I didn't my my buddies, my friends were were gone. And that's I think that was my first first uh remembrance of, you know, my first heartbreak. Mm. How about you other two? Share your first heartbreak with us. So, my first quote-unquote heartbreak that is nowhere near as intense as, as Patrick's is. So when I was in first grade, I uh, I had somebody, I don't know if he was really my quote-unquote friend um, in first grade. He was just somebody that was in my class. And I had just gotten, for Christmas, and I don't know if you guys even remember this show. So it was, it was right after um, Power Rangers came out, and they had all these kind of like knockoff shows to try to, you know... Oh. catch on oh uh, yeah power rangers success um and there was a particular show on called superhuman samurai cyber squad oh nope yes. don't remember that one <laughs> yeah okay yeah sounds cool so 
Sounds awesome. <laughs> it's it's it was actually really cool. Sounds like a mouthful uh, for a kid to learn the name of, but it is. Mommy, you can hear... I go to Toys R Us so I can get the Superhuman Mega Battle uh, Cyber Ninja Squad, squad toys, Killer Faces thing? <laughs> no, I'll have to send you guys the 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 main theme to it. Like for sure, it is cheesy. Like it's worse than. Power it's like they just tried to add everything that kids like in the title. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, okay, what yeah, are the buzzwords like kids like? Let's pick the top ten. Samurai, Cyber <laughs> what, Squad. What are the top ten? Let's uh, mash those together for the kids. Um. So, for that Christmas, I had gotten one of the action figures um, of the main guy from that show. Um, I see where this and, is going. Uh, I I brought I brought it into school. And uh, my so-called friend, uh, he saw it and he's like, oh, man, can I can I borrow it? And I was like, OK, abort, abort. Sure. It's code. <laughs> kid says borrow. I mean, something and else. Uh, I let him borrow it. And I never saw it again. Oh, oh no. Um, what did he do with uh, it? Give us his give and, us his address. <laughs> Matt, hold on, I'm I'm now. looking at the YouTube video right now, and Matthew Lawrence is the main yeah, character. Yeah, he was. Are you serious? Matthew character. Lawrence is the main character. Yeah, that's hilarious. Um, and uh, years later, I, I I was able to approach him again about it, and I said, "Where is that?" He said, ah, "I took a hammer to it." What? And I was like, "What?" God, oh, <laughs> heart doubly broken. Um, also, side note, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> side note. Geez. Side note. No doubt about that. Jeez. <laughs> that uh, that kind of sealed the deal. I'm pretty sure that's the same uh, level as Patrick's heartbreak. That's worse. Yeah. Once he hammered it, I mean, that's like double heartbreak. It's pretty rough. Yeah. So, I mean, for a six-year-old, that's kind of... <clears throat> he watched it and he was like, this is so bad. I am saving you from having to watch this again. <laughs> Jokes on him. Still love it. <laughs> oh, oh, and and the word cyber. It is not started with a C. It's S Y B E R. I don't know what that means. Gosh, that's awful. All right, Ronnie, how about you, buddy? So the first heartbreak that I can remember actually was in the seventh grade. So seventh grade football starting up, my grades were not good enough. And I could not play football in seventh grade. Oh, no. Like my grades, my sixth grade year, I guess, were not good enough. So I could not play. And I basically had played football since I was a fetus. Yeah. So, yeah, it was it was rough. It was rough. And the worst part about it was, so nobody knew that my grades weren't bad until I had actually gone out like for like the practices and stuff at the beginning and then was I was told that I couldn't play. So I was like very much like kind of on the team and then told that I couldn't play. It was terrible. Oh, gosh. Oh, that's awful. So yeah. were you able to practice and all that? You just couldn't play on the team? Uh, yeah. I, so I was, uh, they, they gave me the option of being like, uh, like helping out with the team and stuff like that. Which water I boy. Not do. Yeah, basically water boy, which they think they refer to as a manager Gatorade. when you're a kid to make you sound important, but you're just a water boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I did not do that. So, but it was, uh, yeah. it was rough. It was rough. I had played football basically my entire life. That hurts. Yep. Well, for me, um, my first heartbreak, I actually have already mentioned, it was when 
my first crush crushed me in second grade. Shout out to Alicia. Um, besides that, uh, the other heartbreak that I thought of was actually Shout when out I... to Alicia. <laughs> How do you like him now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you, could, you could be in Brazil if you hadn't crushed me, and you could be going to them <laughs> deflated hot pocket festivals. You're missing out, sister. So. Drinking that cane sugar juice. <laughs> cane sugar juice. I forgot about that. <laughs> What it what what is that actually called again? The the drink that you you drink? just you just flipped it. It's sugar cane juice. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's close enough. You were good. You had all the words. Nailed it. Demon Pujoux. But anyways, the first time that I feel like I I had my heart broken was actually with uh it was with the it was with the movie Old Yeller. Uh, I remember watching that as a little kid. I don't know if you guys have watched it. It's super old. I mean, it was before my time. But this is one of like an early, early Disney movie back when they were doing, you know, they're first doing the live action movies. I think it was in color. Yeah. I think it was like that really bad old color uh, that was like, you know, the Wizard of Oz when it's black and white and then it turns color, but it really looks like somebody in the animation department just like colored in the black and white picture. And it, it doesn't really look that great, but... Uh, it's just what they had to work with at the time. Have you guys seen Old Yeller? I haven't seen it in some pieces ever, but I remember right. seeing it when I was younger. Spoilers for Old Yeller. Uh, it's just about this pioneer family that have a, a faithful dog named Old Yeller that takes care of them uh, when their father, the the family, the father and the family dies, and so they all they have is Old Yeller to protect them and help them on the the farm or whatever, and. Uh, Old Yeller saves the youngest boy from wild animals like warthogs or something. And uh, in the process, Old Yeller gets rabies. And then eventually he turns on them. And when he turns on them, they have to shoot. The boy has to, the other brother has to shoot the dog. Oh, geez. And kill him. Mm. And I, oh when I gosh. watched this, I was four, maybe five years old. And it crushed me. The idea of someone killing an animal. And from there, it just feels like every time I watched a, a movie with an animal, I either expected them to die or when they died, I lost it. And I've alluded to this before, like when I watched All Dogs Go to Heaven, an animated movie. Uh, back in the day, I like went to my mom at, while she was doing something else in the kitchen. I was like, why did he have to die? <laughs> She's like, who died? I'm like, the, the dog. What dog? The dog in the animated movie. She's like, "Oh my gosh, are you serious?" I'm like, yes. <laughs> uh, it just wait. It's an animated movie. No, no, no. This is later on. I had told you guys many, many moons ago. But no, this is a live action movie, Old Yeller, and it's oh. uh, yeah, and the dog dies. But it's just from there. Like to me, it made me actually. It inspired me to be a vet, and then I realized I really couldn't handle death and sickness with animals. I just totally abandoned the veterinarian. Uh, desires that i had and moved on to wanting to be a doctor because people dying isn't as big of a deal i'm just kidding that's not true but when i was a little kid that's just how i felt with that's just i mean i'm being honest when i was little you know i'd watch movies and the humans would die and i'd be like that's ah, it's fine it's just they're actors and then the it's animals would die humans. and i would cry my eyes out just humans but the animals i mean they're sweet innocent they shouldn't die uh so that's my first heartbreak was actually from a movie uh, we actually uh, wanted to share people in our communities' heartbreaks as well. And to lead us off, 
we actually have a voicemail from, uh, I think, a new friend that we made that we have not spoken to, but he had uh, he had the courage to share with us uh, his heartbreak in life. So let's uh, listen to that voicemail now. Uh, hi, hi, good morning, guys. This is Dallas. Uh, I just wanted to call in. Uh, I love your show, and I just wanted to call and tell my story because I heard you guys were talking about heartbreak, and I got a story of my own. Um, the day I lost my favorite mob. Uh, Melba was the best wooden-handled mop you'd ever seen, and I used to love mopping her up and down the hallways at school where I worked. Unfortunately, you know, with with age, everything ages. I age certainly. You know, the the wooden handle just started to fray and and, and break, and there just came a day where. Had to send her off to the to the dumpster in the sky. <laughs> Plastic mop handles—they just—they just ain't the same, you know. And she just couldn't handle the the mop anymore, so I I just had to, and they hurt real bad. That one was hard for me to share, but uh, hope it helps somebody out. Uh, go get your good morning on, you guys. Dallas. Awesome. <laughs> Dallas. Our heart goes out to you, my friend. I don't know how we can have a good morning after hearing that tragic loss of yours. God, can I you remember. leave a voicemail for us every week? Please. <laughs> Dallas, every single week. Tell us. You can talk about anything. You can pick the topic. And as long as at some point in the voicemail you say something about the dumpster in the sky, <laughs> it will be a good story. <laughs> Woo! Oh, man, Tell Dallas has carte blanche the rest of this <laughs> podcast. That is correct. <laughs> oh man, we feel I don't I can't even follow up with that. I'm just going to go to another Discord member because <laughs> there are no words or mops apparently. Uh, Tim Pollan, our very own from the Discord, said, I'm a Minnesota Vikings fan. Vikings uh, blow the 1998 NFC Championship game. Two years later, Vikings lose 41 to zip to zero in the NFC Championship game. Vikings make it to four Super Bowls, lose every single time, and they have not been back in over 40 years. So, with that comment from Tim Pollan, do you guys have any sports-related heartbreak that you'd like to share? I know that Ronnie already kind of shared one based on his personal experience, but do you have any sports teams, sporting events, or more if you have other sporting things you've played in where heartbreak is how it ended? Well, yeah, basically everything in Cincinnati, right? Yeah, Every we live in Cincinnati. Team? We haven't had a championship in, what, 30 years? That's it? That's not bad. In I all say, the major sports? Bengals have only been to two Super Bowls, and they lost both of them. So I feel like we're trailing behind here. Yeah, not as bad as the Vikings, and they haven't they haven't won in forty years. The Bengals have never won in their existence. Uh, that's pretty bad. <laughs> the Reds have won what five World Series? The last one was in nineteen ninety. That's uh, pretty good. 
the Bearcats haven't won since the 60s when Oscar Robertson so, used to play. More specifically, are there? Do you remember moments when you like your heart was personally broken? I mean, every, obviously, it's in perpetual day. It's perpetually breaking. I know, as a Cincinnati sports fan. But do you remember, like, like getting super close and something happening? Yeah, there was uh, back in I think it was two thousand and five. Kenyon when, Martin, wasn't it? What's that? Was it Kenyon Martin? No, that was that was two uh, that was two thousand. Yeah, that was two thousand when uh, mm-hmm. UC Bearcats were unbeatable. They had this uh, big, tall guy who was unbelievable in everything that he was doing. He has, he, that was Kenyon Martin, and in the the NCAA tournament, uh, he had broken his leg, and which pretty much shot the mm-hmm. Bearcats from winning that year. There was also in 2005 for the Cincinnati Bengals, they had the best team on the field. And this was when Carson Palmer used to play for the Bengals. And they had they were in the playoffs. They were playing against the Steelers. And a former Bengal lineman goes in to tackle Carson Palmer. And he tackles him so low um, that he breaks Carson Palmer's leg. Oh, and geez. pretty much shot the Bengals from going any further in that in the playoffs. And I still that's I, I remember that team. That team was the best team. They had Chad yeah. Johnson. I remember Chris that Henry. Team. I mean that yeah. was the that was the team. That was a stellar uh, team. But it was a total heartbreak along with that. Though both of those leg breaks, it was just ugh. Those are those are the years for them, and they messed it up. If I can. If I can be any encouragement to you in that heartbreak, um, if you are a baseball fan at all in New England, you know that from 1918, when Babe Ruth was traded from the Red Sox to the Yankees, the curse, to 2003, we did not win a World Series. And it was, it was called the Curse of the Bambino. Yep. For a long time, because if you don't know, if, for those who don't know, the Babe Ruth, his nickname was the Great Bambino, and the uh, Great Bambino, day, the Colossus of Clout, the Sultan of Swat. Um, I thought you said the Great Bambi. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. Um, but uh, yeah, ever since he got traded, they they had had a um, this long curse where they just couldn't, they couldn't make it, they couldn't win. And then finally, in I think it was two thousand three or two thousand four, um, they finally won a World Series. Oh man, and they did um, it in such a way. I remember that year. Yep, absolutely. And then, and ever crazy. since then, they've they've won a few. Uh, they made up World for it. Series. That's exactly why none of yeah. us feel bad for you now. That is correct. Okay, <laughs> that doesn't make it any better. Well, that's what I'm saying. Fake I'm trying brain. to be encouraging. <laughs> if it to makes you. you feel any better, the Red Sox have won more. <laughs> well. What I'm saying is there will come a day. Will I don't there? believe it. Will there? Not in Cincinnati. Yeah, I don't think so. We don't have that kind of payroll. Whatever. <laughs> Ronnie, do you have any sports heartbreak you want to share? I, I pretty much share the same ones with Patrick. Um, those two that he explained were, I don't want to say like like Kenyon Martin in the tournament 
in 2000. Like, I don't want to say it was a sure thing because you never know what's going to happen in that tournament. But I believe UC, did they did they get an over number one overall seed that year? Like, they were Yeah, they were so number dominant. one overall. They had one over 30 games that year. They, they were so dominant. Only and, two. Like, Kenyon Martin was clearly, like, the best player the entire year out of all colleges. And uh, that felt like, man, this is it. Like, this is going to be our national championship right here. And when he went down with that injury, it's like everybody was just like, oh, man, like people were crying. Like it was horrible. Um, and then the Carson Palmer injury too, that was that was <laughs> so bad because everybody was so pumped up on the Bengals that year, man. Like they were so good. Um, it was just it was so much fun. Like the whole year you're like, man, these, this team could really do something. This team could make it. And then he goes down and you're like, man, it's over. And uh, the funny thing about that game was actually the, the backup, John Kitna, came in and made a game out of it. Like It was actually not a horrible game after that. But, um, no, Carson Palmer was in his prime. He was awesome. Like, they were just – they were so much fun to watch. And it just all mm-hmm. came crashing down at that second <laughs> when he went down with that injury. So both of those scenarios were, were pretty, uh, pretty much the same for me. Uh, anybody in Cincinnati, any Cincinnati fan probably would be able to – I uh, feel that way about those. Hmm. Well, my main, uh, the main time period when I had the most heartbreak in sports was 92, 93, and 94. That's, I, I remember those three years so vividly. First of all, in 93, or no, first of all, in 92, uh, the Pirates get to the NLCS and face off against the Atlanta Braves. I was a Pittsburgh Pirates fan back in the day. And oh, so was they, that with the uh, Barry Bonds? Uh, yes. And they lose right at Cheater. the end where they. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I, back then. I'm forget the whole yeah the home run record and all that stuff. I was never a real huge Barry Bonds fan, but um, just just I remember watching. Uh, I don't remember which game it was. I think it was Game Six. I don't think they took it seven games if I remember right in the in the NLCS, but the championship game. But I remember once they lost and the Braves were celebrating, uh, I went to the bathroom and I closed the door and I cried. Like I hit the hit the door and I was like, I wanted them to win so badly and I cried. Uh, the next year, Jordan, or maybe it was the next year or the year after, Jordan retired the first time from basketball to go play baseball. Uh, that was kind of a heartbreak just because I loved watching Jordan play for the Bulls. And when he abandoned basketball to go play baseball, I was like, are you serious? Because even though I enjoyed baseball at the time, basketball was still the sport I loved to watch. Uh, that and fo- uh, American football. Uh, but then he he retires to go play baseball. And then in 94, baseball strike happens. And for like 200-something days, there are no baseball games. Um, that's actually like when I fell out of love with baseball. And they broke my heart so much between... The Pirates lost in 92, the strike in 94, and them stealing, even though it was Jordan's doing, them stealing Jordan from basketball, like baseball broke my heart, and I've never looked back since. That was uh, that was the first sports like heartbreak that I had. Um, after that, I would say that it wasn't until 2009 uh, when my West Virginia Mountaineers were on the cusp of making the championship in NCAA football. They were number two in the nation. And I think at the time, the number one in the nation, Ohio State, the Buckeyes, I think had just lost. And all they had to do was beat Pittsburgh. The, and that's all they had to do was to get to the championship. And they, they missed like 
three field goals, made no touchdowns. I think in the second half, I stood in my best friend's living room, Tom, that I talked about last week. We stood and had our rally caps on. Uh, we were like, we were chanting and screaming, and they could not get a touchdown, and they lost like 12 to 9. It was a terrible, oh, wow. it was terrible. And we didn't make it mm. to the championship because of that. And then most recently, the most recent heartbreak that I've had in sports that I wouldn't, I don't know if it was a heartbreak. Uh, I'm a big LeBron James fan. And when he lost his last finals as a Cavalier, actually that first game when LeBron lost because uh, his teammate, what is his name? J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith got confused with the time and he he didn't take the shot and he ran away with the ball. So terrible. Uh, that game broke my heart and I could tell that it broke LeBron's heart and... I just it's from that first game I was like they're not gonna they're not gonna win and I didn't watch any more games like it just it, I don't know that it broke my heart because I wasn't that invested but I'm a like I said I'm a LeBron fan and I wanted it to be a good finals between Golden State and the Cavaliers but it wasn't in the cards didn't work out so those are my sports heartbreaks uh, Sheldor, aka Jonathan, our very own Captain Grammar had this to say on the Discord. <laughs> He said, as most of you know, I am very young, so I still have not gone through many heartbreaks. There really has only been one that I would really call a heartbreak. I have only dated one girl, and it only lasted eight short months. Um, when she dumped me, it hurt. But again, it only lasted eight months. So, we're sorry to that's hear that. That's a pretty long time, right? actually. Eight months is a good, yeah, that's that's, a good yeah. amount of time, for sure. Yeah, it is. Uh, with that, did you guys have any dating heartbreaks that you wanted to share? Um, I, I don't, I don't have any. I will start. Um, I wouldn't say like a dating heartbreak, but, um, you know, as I've explained before, like I got divorced last year and I think just the whole process was kind of heartbreaking cause it's, you know, uh, you know, just the whole, I guess failure overall over the whole thing, you know, was right. heartbreaking. I wouldn't say, you know, like I, you know, I got my heart ripped out, but it was kind of a, you know, what you had planned for life didn't work out. So like the whole, the whole process was heartbreaking. You know, it took, I would say a couple of months for me to kind of get like back to myself, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, not, not a dating one, but, um, you know, long-term relationship. I was with her for 13 years and we were married for five. So yeah, yeah. it was definitely heartbreaking the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Along those lines, and, and I'll admit I was a little uh, hesitant to talk about this, um, but <clears throat> I'll go ahead and talk about it a little bit. I won't go into specifics, but... Yeah, um, you just share what you want to share, man. Yeah. You feel comfortable I mean, sharing. Um, you know, I, I've talked about it in the past, I think really briefly, that I've, I've also been through a divorce, um, and the circumstances around that were, were just really really difficult um and it felt it almost felt like a really raw open wound um mm. that's the best way i can really describe it right um i, f I felt like i was walking around with a, this just gaping wound for many months um and you know i had to deal with a lot of that um you know you had to and i went to i went to a couple of different counseling things uh, for for divorce and stuff like that 
Um, and you have to grieve not just the breakdown of the marriage a lot of times, um, but in my experience, there are like a whole bunch of different losses that you basically have to grieve. Um, and so it's a, it's a big process. Um, and so for me, it took, you know, a couple of like a, like a year or two at least, um, to really, uh, feel like I was, you know, sort of on the mend. So I, I guess probably close, closer to a year, um, to feel like I was okay enough. Um, and there was a lot of stuff I had to, to deal with a lot of personal things in my own life. Mm-hmm. Um, things I could have th- things to improve upon, um, just in myself. Um, cause in a lot of that experience, you know, there's only so much you can do. You can't really, obviously you can't control the other person. So what you can do is take care of yourself and, and try to heal as much as possible and, and try to, you know, just live and learn, I guess, in that place. And God really, um, worked on me. Um, I wish I could say it was perfect. It was definitely a learning experience to go through it. Um, and I made, I made some mistakes, (laughs) um, just in the healing process. Um, but, um, you know, I'm doing okay now. I'm doing fine. Obviously, you know, I got, got remarried um you know the, the it never really fully goes away because you can't just forget it um but you grow from it mm-hmm. and you and you live despite it because it's one point in your life and god can use that so um you just continue living and and you know, for me, living for God and doing what I can do in my ministry and in my family, um, you know, that's that's what I can do to move on. Um, so, I'm I'm yeah. glad you mentioned that because it it brought up a few things. Like in in my own situation, I guess kind of reminded me of them because if you think about it, you know, when you hear that somebody got divorced, you're like, oh, you know that that you know that's rough. You know, they're not with that person anymore. But there's a lot of other things that are outside of that that you don't really realize. So like for me, and I I don't know if this was the same for you, Mark, but little, uh, like little odd things when I, when I moved back into my house. So when, when we separated, I stayed with my parents for a couple of months and then I moved back in the house uh, that we were, that we, uh, that we owned. Um, She, she didn't want to keep the house and I was, I was fine with it. So I moved back into the house and it's almost like a deafening silence. You go from automatically, you know, you have a person that's living there with you all the time or, you know, animals, like we had dogs, you know, always sound, always something to just complete like deafening silence. And it's something that's like you you don't think about, um, but it it's little things like that, that that do make it harder, like to get over that, like that heartbreak uh, of everything. Um, so for me, it took it took a long time to get used to just the, the silence, like I just, I would walk around with my phone in my pocket and play music like throughout the house. Cause there's no other, you know, there's just no other sound or you leave a TV on sure. in one room. Um, just something like break that silence. Cause it's, it's difficult to get used to at first. And, um, I mean, even something as simple as going to sleep, like, you know, for 13 years you slept next to somebody and then all of a sudden 
you're sleeping by yourself. You don't. This, there's just a yeah. lot of things that uh, make that hump to get over, like that heartbreak from the whole thing. They just make it more difficult moving forward. So, so I'm right there with you, Mark, in that, um, you know, I, I know for a few months, I, I guess like a couple of months, I was, I would consider myself like just in a completely different state. Just you feel like you have this complete life plan and all of a sudden that life plan is gone and you don't have any plan for the future other than yourself. And uh, just that the getting over that part, I think is, uh, is tough because it's, it's, it's almost, it's almost as if you're, you're not actually living for anything at that time. You're just kind of existing. And that is something difficult, you know, for, to get used to. It was difficult for me. And, you know, Mark sounds like maybe for you as well. And like you said, you, you know, you started and you, uh, you started becoming more involved in the ministry. And, uh, like for me, it was my friends, you know, started hanging out with them more and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, there are a lot of little things that you don't think about. Um, when you just hear that somebody gets divorced, there's a lot of little bitty things that, um, you know, are humps to get over. If, if I find out that somebody gets divorced, I, you know, I always try to relate to them on that level. Like I, yeah, I know these things are hard to get used to because it's something, you know, Nobody tells you. You don't know what you, you don't really know what to expect. But um, a lot of little difficult things that that make that heartbreak harder to get over. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I, and I pretty much had the same same deal with me. You know, for a good amount of time, like I didn't want to be at home. I didn't want to be in the home that we lived in. So thankfully, my parents live here, um, and so I was able to you know stay with them a lot of times. I didn't want to be alone. Um, I didn't, just because like it, like I said, it was just this raw open wound and it hurt too much to be by myself. Um, because especially the way my mind works, you know, it's just constant reminders of, of what was and, and, and it was now destroyed at that point. Um, and I didn't want, you know, I, I was still, there was a point where I was holding on to hope. Um, because I didn't want the divorce, um, but um, you know there just comes a point where it's like you can't control the other person, you just can't. Yeah. Um, and and so, um, yeah, for quite a while I didn't want to be at home. I didn't want to be alone. Um, so finally, you know, I was like, okay, I just want to go back to, I just want to live my life as functionally as I can. Um, so, um, you know, eventually I did go back home to, to the place where I lived. And, um, obviously I don't live in that home anymore. Um, my wife and I have our own home now. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, I know what it's like to just have that deafening silence. It's just a constant reminder of the fallout the the bomb that has dropped yeah it definitely uh, takes a, it definitely takes a long time to get used to and longer than you would suspect because it, it's not for like for me it was not something i was expecting to deal with it's not something you think about yeah. and then all of a sudden like you get home and a couple of days go by and you're like wow it's completely silent like it's just a it's a strange feeling yep for sure yeah i would imagine i think that's you know in hitting on you know, the last thing you talked about there, Mark, with, with, with heartbreak, not just with divorce, but with just heartbreak in general, it's the things you can't control that make it the hardest to deal with. It's the things that you don't expect. Um, you know, people focus on, 
whether it's divorce or ending a relationship, they focus on just the decision of what you've made to split, uh, to, to cut ties with, with who you've been, been with or have loved or called, uh, your husband or wife or boyfriend or girlfriend, like in relationships. And, and it's just, it's never as simple as just a decision. There's so much more that goes into it and all those things you can't control. Uh, they go into that heartbreak and make it worse. Uh, especially when you don't see it coming, especially when it's outside of your control. Uh, sure, you made a decision, but at the same time, there are so many there. With one decision you make, there are 50 other decisions that you couldn't make or couldn't perceive or couldn't see coming. Um, I know in my in my life, I had a number of heartbreaks during high school. Um, and, you know, when I was a freshman in high school, I dated a girl, my first serious girlfriend, the first person that I told that I loved. Uh, I dated her for a year. Um, and then she said she wanted to go on a break. Uh, that whole classic Ross and Rachel. Oh my God. Let's gosh. go on a break. And as soon as she said, let's go on a break. And I hung up the phone. I realized that it was the best decision I could make. But then three days later, I got called to the guidance counselor's office in high school, freshman year. And my ex-girlfriend is there crying. And pretty much for the next hour in the guidance counselor's office, she's like, I, I want us to get back together. And I heard her out. She made her peace. And I was just like, sorry, it's not going to happen. Wait, she went to the and guidance counselor for a get back together? Yeah. It wasn't even a <laughs> private conversation. Like the guidance counselor was over at the computer, like clicking on a stuff. Mediator. And, <laughs> yeah. Well, it didn't go that. <laughs> it wasn't that weird where they were mediating. But, but like that was my first... Like that was my first real breakup. And for me, I got over it a lot faster than I thought I would, like at the time when it first happened. But but it hurt her a lot too. And uh but after that, uh I unfortunately made some very bad relational decisions. And I remember I think the summer after uh, she and I broke up, uh I had a summer fling with a girl uh in in my youth group. And, uh, she wanted to take things seriously and I did not. And in the process, I not only broke her heart, but my best girlfriend at the time, I also, uh, hurt her as well. And our friendship pretty much got ruined from there. And that's where my heartbreak came in to where I, I just didn't think about the fallout. I didn't think about the, I was just living in the moment and, uh, I ruined a, a good friendship, like a friendship I had with a girl that wasn't romantic whatsoever. It was just uh, someone that confided in me and I confided in her and, uh, I ruined it. Like I, I just made selfish decisions and, uh, I brought heartbreak in my life through, uh, my own decisions. So, uh, heartbreak is, it's, it's, there's so many factors and so many things that go into it. Um, Travis Popsicle, he wanted to share, uh, the biggest heartbreak I ever had besides my current situation was finding out my grandmother passed. I spent loads of time with her, helped her around the house. We played rummy together and just had great conversation. I was running a load, uh, running a load down in Texas for work and got a call that they found her on the couch where I live now. I was devastated. After several years, I still have that heartache. I couldn't get back for the funeral, so I buried a hand of cards at her gravesite our last hand of rummy together. You know, I actually used to, um, I used to play rummy with my grandmother all the time. 
Um, she's still with us, um, thankfully. But uh, it's funny. It's funny the games you play, like with your, like with mm-hmm. your grandma. But we used to play Rummy so much, so I can, I can totally relate to how you know he enjoyed that. Yeah, and knowing Travis, I imagine like for him, anytime he plays a game like Rummy or whatever, he it's a way to honor his grandmother or think fondly upon her. I think yeah, that's, for sure. You know, for sure. One of the things about heartbreak is if if we can if we can learn from it, if we can you know, remember the happy memories and kind of what we gain through it, whether it's wisdom, knowledge, uh, patience, you know, it's, it's worth it in the end, even if we didn't like it, even if we didn't choose it. So, uh, I know that every time, like, it sounds funny, but every time I see prices, right. I think of my grandmother that passed away actually while I lived in Brazil, but I used to watch prices, right. With my grandma all the time. Every time I hear about Bob Barker, see prices, right. Or whatever. I, I think of her, and uh, it's it's nice. Yeah, I certainly I certainly miss my grandmother. Um, it was my mom's mom. Um, you know, she was a she was a pivotal part of of raising me. Um, you know, both sets of grandparents uh, were really I was really close to them. They lived in the same town, um, and so um, my my grandmother. My dad's mom passed away when I was like seven, um, but my my uh, my mom's mom and my dad's dad um, they were with us until I was in college, um, and so you know they were a huge part of my life. And when they both passed away, they passed away in the same year, um, as I talked about on I think on a previous episode. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was certainly a rough experience for me and I still, I still miss, you know, a lot of the good times I had with, with them. And, um, I remember, um, my, my grandmother used to love wrestling. Like she would watch, uh, WWF when it was called WWF. Nice. That is um, awesome. Yeah. She, she watched back in like the whole the Hulk Hogan days, like the original Hulk Hogan. Oh, the golden years. With like, yeah, with like Andre the Giant and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> they would awesome. They would order Domino's Pizza and they would watch uh, wrestling. And so when I got to like middle school and I started liking wrestling, she took me to a lot of local wrestling shows. And and uh, that's how I met some of the friends I did in middle school, which we'll touch on, on in the middle school episode whenever we get to it. Um, but... Um, you know, I always remember like going to to a wrestling match with my grandmother. <laughs> that's an awesome story. That's awesome. <laughs> um, and then, and I just remember, and I remember my um, my grandfather, my dad's dad. He was a dirty old man. Like he, he used to tell some of the worst dirty jokes. <laughs> but uh, look out! But he was my dirty old man, and uh, <laughs> my dirty um, old man. <laughs> should make a tv show yeah. about that um, <laughs> um but uh it was really it was really hard it was really rough when they passed away um just because they were such a huge part of my life growing up um and uh they both like i said they both passed away in the same year um my my grandmother passed away in march and my grandfather passed away in december um so you know, having to come up to New Hampshire both times for funerals was was kind of hard, 
and um you know i still have a lot of memories and i, I miss them definitely but i know i know where they are now and that certainly brings peace to my heart knowing i'll see them again um but uh it was definitely rough back during the time for sure yeah the only heartbreak I had with my grandparents, uh, I really didn't, like I said in previous episodes, I I really didn't know them. They lived in separate states. Uh, but uh, I remember I had said previously when uh, my grandma had passed away and I saw my grandpa at the funeral home and he's just sitting in a chair just sobbing. You know, he said that, uh, uh, he, he, you know, his, that she, his, his wife Mary said that, you know, she was going to wait for him and, um, get that, that my heart broke for him Yeah. in that, in that scenario. So, um, yeah, unfortunately I didn't have a very close relation, relationship with my, with my grandparents, but that really did break my heart for him. Uh, when, you know, like being with someone, to, uh, like that for, you know, 50 plus years yeah, and passing away, it just, it is just, it's devastating. Yeah, I've I've actually lost both of my my dad's mom and my mom's dad, uh, or my my uh, both dads, both grandpas on both sides, and um, you know both my grandmas are still living, and you know they're both doing really well, but um, man, losing them it, it was you know I I just think that losing your grandfather thing is it's you lose, man, you lose like just the head of the family, you know, yeah, um, just that person that's always been just at the top you know, your entire life growing up, that person you look up to. And, um, yeah, it, it is heartbreaking. And kind of like Patrick had said, you know, it, it's heartbreaking too for the ones that are left behind, you know, both my grandmas at the time, like, you know, it's hard to not be like heartbroken for them, you know, um, to lose the person that's, you know, taken care of and been their companion for, you know, 50 something years. And, um, so yeah, it's, it, it's a, it is a rough thing. It is. Hmm. All right. Well, as we get towards the end of our time together and the end of our heartbreak sharing, do you guys have any last minute heartbreaks you'd like to share? Uh, Mark, did you want to share your heartbreaking music for us? To us? Absolutely, I do. With um, us? So, uh, <laughs> Sorry, I don't know which preposition to use. That's okay. It's What's okay. a preposition? I, I was picking up what you were throwing down. Ask Sheldor. <laughs> love no, you, Sheldor. No, don't ask Sheldor. Whatever you do. Um love you, Jonathan. Um as always, you can uh, check out the uh Good Morning Guys morning playlist on Spotify and on iTunes. Thank you again, Bernabe. Um and so this week's submissions, uh some of which are mine and others of which are submissions by the community. Um, so thank you very much, GMG community, for your submissions this week. Um, so the first song is Elvis Presley's Heartbreak Hotel, which is a classic, mm-hmm. um, by submission of one Mr. Lucas Ham Swisher. Wingers headed for a heartbreak. Yes. Shout out to my <laughs> wife for reminding me of that classic monster headed ballad so- song. Um, and then uh, Def Leppard's "Bringing On the Heartbreak," um, which I don't know if you've heard that, but it's a good song. And then I believe Travis, uh, Travis Popsicle, uh, 
sent uh, Love is a Battlefield, mm-hmm. oh, uh, which is just good. classic. I and mean, a lot of these are 80s songs that I'm putting on this list, but I don't care because I get to choose and 80s songs are awesome. <laughs> so that I want correct. to make one comment about Def Leppard, and it's that ever since I saw Joe Dirt and Kid Rock, I was like, sissy boy, Def Leppard sucks. Like, I cannot think, I cannot hear Def Leppard without thinking of Kid Rock saying that. <laughs> Totally ruined it for me. Listen, you have to give you have to give Def Leppard a lot of a lot of credit, like especially their drummer, because their drummer has one arm. Like he lost his one of his arms in a car accident, and he basically rigged it up, rigged up his drum kit to where he can play with one with. I've one heard arm. of that. What? That's crazy. Uh, I've never heard of that. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Um. So think what you want about '80s hair bands. That's that's a lot of. That's a lot of uh, talent there to be able to figure that out and, and do that and get back on the horse. Man, those 80s ballads, Excuse though. the horse. Mm, those were awesome. Oh, man. <laughs> All of them. They're the best. Yep. Big hair. For sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, those are the submissions for this nice. week. Hope you enjoy. A fine selection, sir. A very fine selection, as always. Thank you, um, sir. I had two more final thoughts. One inspirational and one just very fun one that you may or may not have thought we were going to skip. So do you want the inspirational thought or the fun thought? Or that's not really a thought. The fun thought. Is it which one we want first or do we want Yeah, like yeah, you have to choose one of them. Instead of good news or bad news, it's good news or fun news. Let's do the good news first, save the fun news All right. for last. The good news is this. I just wanted to share uh, a psalm with you psalm 30 8 through 12 to you lord i called to the lord i cried for mercy what is gained if i am silenced if i go down to the pit will the dust praise you will it proclaim your faithfulness hear lord and be merciful to me lord be my help you turned my wailing into dancing you removed my sackcloth and clothed me with joy that my heart may sing your praises and not be silent lord my god i will praise you forever and I just want to encourage if somehow some way I know we gave we've made lots of jokes and you know we had a mixture of silly heartbreaks and serious heartbreaks if you are going through a heartbreak if you are still dealing with the aftermath of the heartbreak I just want to encourage you as I think Mark especially Mark and uh, Ronnie already insinuated and encouraged don't go at it alone uh, the part of, part of the reason we do this stuff and we talk about this stuff is to connect, is to connect with others. And we just want to encourage you. I want to encourage you to to reach out, to share, to talk, to connect, to find some way, whether it's on our Discord, Twitter, with us personally, with somebody in your life personally that you could talk to face-to-face, share it. Uh, because I can guarantee that through that sharing, uh, I can personally attest that through God, he can definitely make uh, the bad times become better, and he can. No man is an island, and uh, you know that that difficult time you're going through is not the end. It is not the finish line, and uh, you're you're going to turn a corner through through the help and encouragement of others. With that, I also wanted to share a fun moment. We have yet another Fackler frenzy right at the last minute. Hey! Hey, oh, so as long as Patrick will not execute, be the executioner, we will we will sneak this little 
Fackler frenzy right in there. Okay? So, super listener Chad Fackler has a dating frenzy for us that we're going to sneak in right at the end. Are you guys ready? Ronnie first, then Patrick, then Mark. Got that order? Where are you going to go? Uh-huh. I'm, I'll just go last. Uh, you want to go first, though, instead? I can go first. you want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. So me first, then Ronnie, then Patrick, then Mark. So I'm last. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> Here we go. Dating you frenzy. You can see Let's the blood vessels <laughs> popping. <laughs> Movie out or Netflix and chill? Uh, I'm going to go with reality here. Netflix and chill with the wife. If you know what I mean. Netflix and chill means uh, maybe a good choice. <laughs> I'm also going to go with Netflix and chill. I would much rather watch a movie like at the house than uh, actually go out to the theater. Uh-huh. So now I have two thoughts on this. I bet you <laughs> do. I'm watching a Just comic two. book movie. Just two. Yep. <laughs> it's got to be out. I am watching those comic book movies on the big screen with that surround sound. But anything else, it's Netflix. Don't forget chill. Of course. Brown, 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 What? Brown? Brown, chicka, brown, brown? How now, brown cow? I said brown, chicka, brown cow. Um. Anyway... <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm definitely with Patrick. If it's like, you know, a major like superhero movie or, or something like that. Yeah. We go out. Um, but if we're like, a lot of times my wife and I will end up watching like YouTube. We don't watch movies half the time. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, we will watch some, but, um, you just yeah, rewatch definitely. those 19, uh, 12 doctor who movies or shows. Nineteen twelve. They've been on for like 4,500 <laughs> years, right? Absolutely. Okay. Yep. Your uh, math, right. Patrick, amazes me. Mark, I totally thought you were going to say Which because, is... like, <laughs> you like to make the announcement in the theater. And then I thought about you making an announcement with just you and your wife watching it. Like, wait, there's an after <laughs> there's an after movie credit. Yeah, like when Netflix tries to force you to watch something else and it says in, like, 10 seconds it's going to change. And you're like, no, <laughs> no, no, there's a, there's after credit scene. We got to stop. We got to watch. <laughs> But uh, no, if it's not anything like a superhero movie or something, we'll we'll be at home. I like being at home, especially since I have um, technically two jobs. Um, it's nice to have that time at home. Um, whereas Travis, uh, excuse me, why did I say Travis? Um, whereas Lucas doesn't do anything. And I'm the executioner. Of <laughs> I'm pretty sure friends. Mark is taking over as executioner <laughs> for the night. So that's one down, eight to go. <laughs> oh, eight. Coming oh, up goodness. next, Big Valentine's Day out or, no, not out, sorry. Big Valentine's Day or not a Big Valentine's Day. I can't deal with the pressure sometimes, so I'm going to go with an intimate, personal Valentine's Day. So no big bunch of roses and balloons and Stuff written in the sky with uh, airplanes and all that stuff. Just not a big Valentine's Day. Just simple dinner and a movie, Netflix and chill. Ronnie. I will take intimate as well, since that's an option. I'm also going with Netflix and chill. I I guess it depends what you mean by like <laughs> big Valentine's <laughs> Day. <laughs> yep, well, he's got the reins. 
Well, I mean, for, moving on. Like, if you consider big, like I took my wife out to dinner. That was it. That's that's pretty chill. Um, Not like big extravagant. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, this year we went. Wait, to, is it we were, is it La Coretta or is it? <laughs> 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 no, it was not La Coretta. Oh, then that's big. That's well, big Valentine's Day then, because it's. <laughs> yeah, we spent the day in Richmond and just did whatever we wanted to do. We went to, I think we went to Cheesecake Factory. Oh, look out! For for dinner. Mm-hmm. That's pretty um, fancy. So I guess technically that's big. Um. So yeah. <laughs> Great. All right. <laughs> night out dancing, or cozy. I don't know if this means night out dancing or night out cozy. I don't. I don't know. So uh, I'm gonna go cozy again. Netflix and chill, Ronnie. I'm gonna go with cozy dancing, I like to dance at home. Yeah, cozy dancing. Little Marvin Gaye in the background. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah, cozy as well. I'm. Uh, I'm gonna close it out with cozy. Is that all you have to say about that? That is all I have to say about that. <laughs> Great. Oh, it was cozy dinner at home. It went to the next line and I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> same answer. Yeah, what a it's the same answer. This has become. Yeah, yeah. well. Uh, next one, breakfast in bed or brunch out? I mean, come on. Breakfast in bed. Unless there's going to be a mess. Then take the breakfast somewhere else because i don't like crumbs in the bed but anyways breakfast in bed for sure i'm going with la coretta in bed in bed i'm gonna go with brunch out i cannot eat in bed i hate the crumbs yeah you're right i take that back to brunch out i change mine too late yeah i'd rather not eat in bed ah that's right dang it it's ruined Mark, yeah, I'd I'd rather not eat in bed, so definitely brunch out. Oh, that's the worst, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Without revealing names of anyone, I went to someone's house once where they let their kids watch movies and eat salty, buttery popcorn in their bed. And after the movie was over, my kids were watching it with them, and I looked on the bed, and there was buttery popcorn all over their bed. And I was just like, I'm shaking my nope. shaking my head right now. That's a milk burger tisk. right there. Yeah. Uh, next one, apology gift, flowers or candy? I'm going to go with candy because you can't eat flowers unless you're a cow. And my wife is definitely not a cow. I'm going to go with candy because candy can't die. Mm, I'm going to go with both. <laughs> you're the worst. <laughs> I'm going to go with you can't do that. You right. can't do I'm, that. I'm going to go with candy i'm going candy as well mm-hmm. all right foot rub or shoulder rub shoulder rub shoulder rub shoulder shoulder my wife's too ticklish on her feet <laughs> i thought we were getting the massage here yeah are we getting this or giving it i don't i mean it's well it doesn't it doesn't specify doesn't say doesn't say okay I think either I can't way. Can't let shoulders. anybody touch my feet, anyways, because I will kick somebody. Like my feet are ticklish, and I start flailing yeah. around like a little girl. Mine too. <laughs> <laughs> Those are girls flailing around. Uh, bonus: What's the best breakup song from these four songs? Chicago, Chicago's "Look Away," Michael Bolton's "How I Am," 
supposed to live with oh i think it this is the one <laughs> this is the one where it, it, i need to read the next line sorry it's three options chicago's look away three. michael threve michael bolton's how am i supposed to live without you and billy vera's at this moment i'm going to go michael bolton how am i supposed to live without you i'm going to go with michael bolton also michael bolton I'm going to go with Michael Bolton as well, because Chicago's Look Away is just really cheesy. I don't remember. How's that go, Mark? I don't remember how Look Away goes. If you see me walking by with a tear, something. I can't remember all the words. In my eye, look away, baby, look away. Mm. Yeah. This Michael guy Bolton's much better. What about, <laughs> what, what about Billy Vera at this moment? I, How's that go? I don't. I actually don't remember. Like, if I heard it, I'd probably know it. But I'm that's that song is not coming to my mind at this moment. Fair enough. All right. Well, that's all we have for this. Good morning. Feel free to leave us a positive but honest review on iTunes if you have a couple minutes to spare. Once we get twenty reviews and or ratings, Ronnie, he's going to do something crazy. So take a couple minutes to share your opinion on the show for us. That would be great. Also, remember, if you'd like to join in on our future episodes or connect with our community but are not sure how to do it, check out the show notes that have all of our info on our Discord server. It is free and a fun way to connect directly with us and the community. Also, we have our personal Twitter handles. The show's is at the GMG Podcast. Also, uh, you'll find our email, or you can even call us at what number, Patrick? Because we can't trust Ronnie or Mark. 929 gmg guys that's right 929 gmg guys call in leave a message make up an intro to the show or just ask a question we sure hope dallas will call us back again someday beyond that talk at you again next week on podcast services around the globe as we talk about spoilers the spoilers that have changed us formed us and molded us whether in movie film books life spoilers all around Alrighty then, Pat, Mark, and Ronnie J, who for the 24th week in a row has not watched Christopher Reeve's excellent rendition of Superman. You listeners, our best friends and family, go get your good morning and may God bless and guide your lives as you live, work, and game. Anoish. One, two, three, four. Do you want me to listen to it before we start, or are we gonna? Are you gonna play it during the podcast? No, I'll just. It's like I'll, one I'll play it. You, are you gonna set me up for it? When do you want me to? I, don't, I haven't heard the voicemail yet. Do you want me to listen to it to see where to set it up? Or? Uh, it's, it's about heartbreak. So it is about heartbreak. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Heartbreaker. All right. Let me listen to it and real quick then, just to see where to. It is it. from uh, some guy named da- Dallas. Hi, hi, good morning, guys. This is Dallas. Uh, I just wanted to call in. Uh, I love your show, and I just wanted to call and tell my story because I heard you guys were talking about heartbreak, and I got a story of my own. Um, the day I lost my favorite mob, uh, Melba was the best 
wouldn't have handled mop you'd ever seen. And I used to love mopping her up and down the hallways at school where I worked. Unfortunately, you know, with, with age, everything ages. I age, certainly. You know, the, the wooden handle just started to fray and, and break. And it just came a day where I had to send her off to the the dumpster in the sky. <laughs> Plastic mop handles, they just they just ain't the same, you know. And she just couldn't handle the, the mop anymore, so I, I just had to, and <laughs> they hurt real bad. <laughs> that one was hard for me to share, but I uh, hope it helps somebody out. So go get your good morning on, you guys. Does anybody have any um, idea who that actually is? I had to take it to the dumpster. To <laughs> the dumpster sky. Heaven, dumpster in the sky. Oh my god. Now wait, I didn't understand. What is it, a mop? Yeah. It was a mop. Yeah, it was a okay. mop. It was All a right. mop. He's like, I used to mop her up and down the hallways. <laughs> yeah, the hallways. That's what I thought I heard. Ooh, uh, that's going to be... Uh, uh, we all I age. I age. <laughs> I mean, his voice, that was like... That was professional voicemail. That was glorious. That it was, was like that was, that was well done. <laughs> oh no! Oh. I don't know what to do with this. They'd never say oh, who it is. Dallas. Yeah, he know. said his name was like... Dallas. Did is there somebody on our Dallas? thing named Dallas? Yeah. Hold on. That's what it sounds like, Dallas. Yeah, it's it's Dallas. Is Dallas well, an you... alias? <laughs> <laughs> for this particular voice, I kind of feel like we need to lead with Dallas. Can we lead with Dallas? Like, I'm going to introduce the topic, and then I'll say, like, the variety of things we can talk about tonight, and then just be like... We'll play it. Maybe I could do it after our... So, or how, it could be in the credits. We can just play it during the credits. I don't want to push him to the credits. He's uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, I feel like we need to talk about it's it during so the credits. He's, he's too special. He's got to be a part of the conversation. 